and welcome to another episode of Productive Muslim Nation. Our guest today is Brother Sadat Yaqub. He is a mindset coach and personal trainer. Assalamu alaikum and welcome. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah my brother. Jazakallah khair for having me. Wa iyak, my pleasure. You are from UK, right? I am my brother. I'm from UK, Manchester. Yeah, man, mashallah. Actually, I'm coming to UK next week. One okay, yeah, mashallah. Good friend of mine is getting married, so I need oh, to be there. Him, mashallah. Alhamdulillah. Whereabouts are you coming? London. Oh, subhanallah. You need to come to Manchester as well. <laughs> I've never been outside of London. Is there, okay. what's happening in Manchester? Manchester is much better. I'm sure the people of London would have a, a, a you know, a different opinion than that. <laughs> I so, see. We have, a, we have a nice, beautiful, small community in Manchester. Much smaller than London, but alhamdulillah. MashaAllah, mashaAllah. We are going to talk about health and fitness, and this is a Inshallah. topic that I'm really passionate about. And you are a mindset, mindset coach and personal trainer, which is very interesting combination. Alhamdulillah. Can you tell me, uh, like, how did you get into becoming a mindset coach? What's the story behind it? Inshallah, before we start, inshallah, uh, all praise and thanks and, and shukar and gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, any goodness that comes from me or comes from this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, you know, it's, it's always important for, for us and especially me to remember that because I'll share a quick story with you. I can remember the first time I was um, asked to sort of do a talk on health and fitness in, in, the, in the light of Islam. Whilst I was preparing, I had this mindset of, you know, I'm going to share this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to speak about these ideas. And it was very much about me and what I was going to do. And I, for a second, took Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of the equation. I can, and I can remember clearly three days before the talk, I became very ill. And when I became ill, I realized that subhanAllah, you know, everything, every goodness is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's very important for us to hold on to that. As, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, that any good that comes to us is from him, and any bad that comes to us is from ourselves because of our deeds. So all shukr and thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and jazakallah khair for you for having me. Uh, with respect to the combination of um, mindset and fitness, um, do you know, Brother Adam, subhanAllah, I am very big on optimizing and, and very big on being the best I can be in, in all aspects of life um mm. so to me the human being is is not just the body and he's not just the mind and he's not just the soul he's all three he's a combination of all three so to me it doesn't make any sense to just focus on the body and neglect the mind and the soul and and vice versa so to me we need to focus on our soul we need to focus on, on our physical health and we need to focus on our mind and the combination of the three Fitness is just something I'm, I'm very interested in. And to me, if we are not in good physical health, it doesn't allow us to fulfill our obligations and duties towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the best way possible. And the mind, subhanAllah, is, is the driving force for us to do the things that we, we need to do. So alhamdulillah, it's qadr Allah that, you know, I, I have an interest in all of this. But, you know, I, in, in all the work that I've done with respect to personal training and, and particularly um, online stuff, I've noticed that people's barriers um, are very, you know, mind-related and very emotion-related yeah, yeah, as opposed to, you know, it's, it's easy to say that people are lazy and people don't have the discipline. 
I think there's a lot, a lot of mental, mental blocks people have that uh, stop them from sort of achieving their goals, in particular the physical, you know, fitness goals. Mm. For me, I studied health science and, uh, okay, you know, this is the topic that I'm passionate about and mm. my goal is to help people live healthier. And yeah. what I have come across is most of the people, they have the knowledge. They know mm. what they need absolutely. to do. Absolutely, absolutely. But there's something else that keeps mm. them achieving the desires they want. So, so many people asking me like uh, what to eat, how to exercise. Mm. And the thing is so simple. Like when I simplify things, like you need to sleep well, eat well, and exercise well. <laughs> absolutely. It's too simple for most of the people know these answers. And I'm myself coming to the conclusion that it's not about the knowledge. It's about the, your mindset, about the beliefs you have. And it's, absolutely. it's all related. So I like the way you put it. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you, my brother. Because look, you know, there's, there's nothing that I share with my clients that they can't go and find on the internet. But really what I find is, like you said, there's, there's barriers, there's kryptonites that stop people, you know, achieving and, and implementing the knowledge, so to speak. Yeah. But how did you become a mindset coach? Because uh, I kind of see there's a lot of personal trainers, right? But mm. is it the thing that nowadays people are combining this, uh, understanding the link between the mindset and yeah. personal training? You know, almost by accident, Brother Adam, and I'll tell you a little bit about my background just to... Um, yeah, please do. Because it will sort of support uh, in, in what I'm saying, really. I, I won't go too far back, but really, you know, Spana, um growing up, I, I had somewhat of a difficult childhood let's say you know subhanallah my um my father passed away when i was six and subhanallah that led to some you know troublesome uh activities growing up you know moving from home to home you know moving across different countries and alhamdulillah you know uh, ended up settling and really had no desires of doing anything in life really i, I <laughs> subhanallah i think going back once i finished school i think my ambition was to become a cab driver and, and earn money and, and subhanallah so but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had his own plans. You know, we have our plans and Allah mm. subhanahu wa ta'ala his, has his plans. Subhanallah. So subhanAllah, all of my friends were going to college and I thought, you know, I'll go to college for a year. I'll, I'll mess about, have, have a bit of fun. And literally this was, was my mindset. I'll have some fun and then, yeah, and I'll go maybe drive a cab or get a job or something. But, you know, and, and that's exactly what happened. In, I think in, the, in my first year of college, I got two U's and a D, I think, if I can remember. Mm. And, you know, something changed. And, you know, like I said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, has his plans. And a, a teacher of mine asked me how I did. And I said, oh, not so good, sir, but I'll do better next year. And I, it's just something like I said. And, and he said to me, oh, Sadat, a leopard never changes its spots, meaning you'll never change. And alhamdulillah, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made that statement really touched my heart. And in my next exams, I ended up getting two A's and a B. And, you know, cutting a long story short, I then went on to go to uni. I, I studied law. And, you know, whilst I was doing all of this, Brother Adam, I, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because of what I'd gone through, and, you know, I, I always, you know, alhamdulillah, my, I, my mother did a great job with us, but I always felt this craving, this need for my dad and, and not having a father. And I always felt this lack of direction. So, from that, what happened was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put this, this thing of my heart, in my heart of wanting to support people. And I always had this mindset sort of growing up that actually, do you know what? If I could just give this one advice to someone and make their life better, it, it would be amazing for me. And, and I always had that. 
and you know growing growing up it always stayed with me and, and I'd always look for avenues to try and support in, in whatever, whatever way I could. Cutting a long story short I, I ended up going to university, I did law, I got enrolled into the bar course to become a barrister and I can clearly remember I had all these books to become a you know getting ready to become a barrister on my table and I thought I don't want to do this you know I don't you know, and, and I think I got a job at a law firm whilst I was doing this. And I thought, this is not in line with who I want to be. So I then went to become a youth worker. And I thought, actually, do you know what? When I was young, I struggled with such and such. I'm going to go and support young people. So I did that for a while. I went into schools, working with young people, supporting them. And I went on to do my master's to become a social worker. Now, this is in, in order to answer your question around mindset. When I became a social worker, you know, quote unquote, you know, uh, getting a good job and being settled, I can remember one Sunday morning, I, I was lying in my bed and I thought, is this it? Like, is, is this what my life is? Is this how far I'm going to go? Mm. And it was, I was very limited in my mind in that, you know, I, I had these dreams of making a difference. And I thought, Am I, maybe I'll become a social worker. Maybe I'll go on to be a manager and maybe a senior manager. But is that it? And really, my mind couldn't comprehend at that moment in time. This wasn't that long ago, maybe five, six years ago. My mind couldn't comprehend that. Actually, do you know, things can be different. And I, and I can remember driving to the gym on a Sunday afternoon. Very clearly remember this after spending the day in my bed on my phone, you know, probably browsing YouTube. I can clearly remember driving to the gym and coming across this video by Brian Tracy. SubhanAllah, you know, that video was transformational for me. Because it opened my eyes to the possibility of, do you know what? Things can be different, right? Yeah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put us on this earth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala controls everything and dictates everything. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the ability to choose. And it was that day that I thought, actually, do you know what? Things can be different. Things can be the way that, I, that they can be. And then, alhamdulillah, since then, I, I've been on a journey. A lot of ups and downs, but alhamdulillah, I've you know, recently started coaching people and, and particularly around health and fitness because that's, that's why I desire, but a lot of work around mindset as well. Alhamdulillah. MashaAllah, that's really inspirational story, mashaAllah. Have you felt like now you are doing what you wanted to do? Or do you feel like you are helping people out and you find your way of serving others? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. and yeah, and and I think yeah, I, I think you sort of hit the nail on the head there with with what you're saying. Really, my any anyone that's close to me, anyone that knows me, knows that inshallah, my my intent and my purpose, and I ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to make my my intention sincere, is to try and support this ummah in in the best and, and most optimum way that I can. You know, results are from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. All that we can do is to make effort. That's so really, cool. my my. My, my goal and my ambition is to, is to support this ummah, to try and be where it, it once was, you know. Uh, mm. and, and of course, I, I recognize that I, I won't do that as an individual. Yeah. But um, I will, something I, I want to work towards, inshallah. Inshallah. May Allah and, and, be at the, and be at the service of this ummah, inshallah. Yes, inshallah. May Allah bless it. Talking about the ummah, mm. what, what are the the wrong mindsets or the wrong beliefs Muslims have about, the Ummah have about working out, fitness, health and living? 
you know, subhanAllah, you know, that's a great question, by the way, Jazakallah khair. You know, Adam, our deen emphasizes health so much mm, and that's we, true. we don't pay attention to it. You know, like subhanAllah, you know, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has extensively spoken about deen and, and, and I don't know why these matters are being forgotten, but, uh, you know, we've almost limited the deen to certain rituals like our salah and, and you know, fasting and Quran and, and as important as, as essential these, as these things are. Our, our deen isn't limited to this, limited to this as, as my teacher says that, what, how, how long does it take us to pray five times a day? Uh, an hour? What about the, are we just Muslims for one hour a day? What about the remaining 23 hours? You know, what about that's our a, eating? That's a good question. Uh, yeah, subhanAllah. And what about our eating and the way that we sleep and, you know, uh, the way that we interact? You know, Rasulullah has told us everything we need to do from the time we wake up till the minute that we go to sleep. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, has laid everything out. So I sometimes wonder why we neglect these things. You know, and, 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 and I guess... One of the mindset blockages that we have with respect to health in, in the light of deen is, is we don't value what we've been told or maybe we don't know. Like for instance, Rasulullah said to the effect, one of, one of the two blessings that my ummah would neglect is, is good health and, and free time. And Rasulullah told us, and, and I know that you've done some work around this, is that you know take advantage of the five before they have gone and one of them being take advantage of health before um, you know, sickness overtakes you. And, and you know, subhanAllah, you know, there's a, there's a quote from Imam Shafi that I, I always like to quote because it really emphasizes the importance of, of health. And, and Imam Shafi says to the effect, uh, Brother Adam, that health is a crown only the sick can see. SubhanAllah. That's a beautiful and, quote. Uh, SubhanAllah. And, and very deep and, you know, very profound mm. because we don't, we don't, I guess as people appreciate things until they've left us. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of remember now how do I feel when I get sick. Mm. I appreciate so the fine. time when I was yeah. And as a matter of fact, I, I was suffering from flu and I, was, so I wasn't fine. able to exercise or to do anything. Yeah. And so I kind of appreciate the fact that I was healthy. Like, and now I'm waiting to get back. Mm. exercising and I have this mindset of like hey I'm not gonna waste time in the gym anymore because the, you know, the time and the health is uh, mm. I appreciate it much more so no more walking around absolutely. in the gym <laughs> absolutely yeah. and, and brother Adam let's take a sick person you know if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has tested with someone someone with sickness whether mm. that's a serious flu or a serious illness like a heart condition or a cancer patient person is not thinking about their business they're no. not thinking about going on a holiday that the, the mm -hmm. only that they're thinking about and in fact their primary concern might not even be their family they're just yeah. thinking about getting better True. you know again just to answer your question maybe we don't value health uh, the way that we ought to yeah and my follow-up question is this do we as ummah value hiring a personal trainer because this is something that um, we might have a false beliefs around it. We think like you need to be unhealthy, unfit in order to get a personal trainer. But yeah. it's, not, it's not that the case is not that because you could be fit, you could be healthy, you can get yourself a coach, right? Well, Brother Adam, you know, subhanAllah, I, that's a great question. You know, I've been, subhanAllah, working out for maybe 
15, 16 years and I train people and I love to coach people, I have a trainer, right? And and really, again, I think it's in to answer your question, does does the Ummah sort of put any significance in, in hiring a trainer? I, I guess that would, it could vary from individual to individual, but it relates to their, the preference that they give to health because say if someone's got, got a car yeah. and that car breaks down, I don't think people would shy away from spending as much money as they need to, to get that car fixed. Mm. So my question is then why do we not value our health and, and spend on our health? And it doesn't necessarily need to be in, in the need of a personal trainer. It can be in different avenues. But I, I do believe having someone uh, to support with, with health and mindset is, is very important. And, and that's one of the reasons I've recently taken someone on really just so I can take myself to the next level, you know, and, yeah. and go where I couldn't even imagine I could possibly be, you know, yeah. like, I'm, I'm on this, I'm on a 90 day sort of transformation myself and subhanAllah in the last, I'm on day 29 and I think I've lost six kg. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and subhanAllah, I, I, I thought I was fit and strong and, and so on. Um, but alhamdulillah, um, you know, you, you never know where you can go, inshallah. Inshallah. You know what, about the car examples, mm. we also value our car so much that we don't put in the wrong gas, you know? Yes. We, yeah. we, we be careful when we are at the to put the right one. But what about our body? What about like, you know? You just reminded me of something. Warren Buffett, one sort of one of the richest people in the world, went to a university in America, and he asked all the students a question. And the question he asked was, "I would," he said to them, "I would give you guys any car you wanted, but there was one condition." And he said, mm-hmm. "You could pick any car that you wanted to." But he said there was one condition, and that condition is you have to keep that one car for the rest of your life. And then he proceeded to ask the students a question. He said, if you could have this one car for the rest of your life, how would you take care of it? And, and of course, they said we would take care of it to the best of our ability, you know, service it on time, keep it clean and, and so on. So the question that he then asked was, what about your mind and your body? For a Muslim, what about your mind, your body, and, a, and your soul? Mm, because we can't, we can change tens of cars through our yeah. lifetime. Yeah. We can't change our bodies, you know? So, subhanAllah, it's, it's imperative that, this, that we, we give this, this ni'mah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the, the rights that it deserves. And we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it. And the best way to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a practical way by using that blessing that he's given us to get close to him, you know? Mm-hmm. Well said, mashallah. You know, I, I know you've been working on something amazing. Mm-hmm. And I love the name of it, Dean and Lean. Yes. Tell me more about that. What's the story behind it? Mm. Alhamdulillah. My, myself and, and Sister Hafsa, so me and Sister Hafsa have, have actually sort of worked um, sort of closely in the past uh, around health and fitness and Spana, we we're both of, of, of a very similar mindset in that yes you know the, the world of, of self-development is great you know there, there's a lot of benefit to take from it you know but not at the expense of neglecting our deen because there's there's nothing in the self-development world that hasn't already been prescribed to the Ummah 1,400, yeah. 1,500 years ago. Yeah, that's so really true. what we want to do is 
really go back to basics with respect to, to, to health, to go back to basics with respect to sleep and nutrition and exercise because it's all prescribed in the, the Quran and the Sunnah. So, and so we want to take the Quran, the Sunnah and science and apply that to supporting people becoming fit and healthy yeah. and hence, hence the lean. So lean and lean, inshallah. So inshallah, we, we have um, inshallah a, a lot of exciting plans with, with respect to lean and lean, inshallah. We've got masterclasses coming up. We, we have, inshallah, a Ramadan program coming up, inshallah. Uh, with respect to how to best optimize our health through Ramadan. Uh, we have a few, inshallah, challenges coming up that will support people in uh, in becoming fitter and stronger, inshallah. MashaAllah, that sounds amazing. You know, the, another thing is like, every time you hear practical examples of the Prophet's life, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it's more inspiring. You get to fall in love more with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Absolutely. Like, how much of sunnah you can actually implement in your life when it comes to even like exercising, eating well, health and fitness. It's not only ibadah where you're just going pray salah and fasting, yeah. but that taking all the lessons from the Prophet's life, subhanAllah, you're just going to fall more in love with him. Absolutely, Prophet. You know, is there, you know, I'm just curious to know, is there anyone who is working, writing articles based on them? Uh, you know, there's a lot of health, scientific health articles about uh, health and fitness and everything like that. I, I myself, I, I did, I read every, so many articles while I was studying. Yeah. And uh, but every article that I read, most of them are aligned with the teaching of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, have you come across Muslims who are writing scientific articles about the lifestyle of the prophets in terms of health? Brother Adam, some, but, but not a lot. And, and, and I, I, you actually raised a great point. You're absolutely right. Look, you know, subhanAllah, I got introduced to the, the world of self-development not long ago, really, just through my journey of wanting to become better. And subhanAllah, the more that I learned about self, this, this world of self-development, as, as good as it is, as good as it is, sorry, I found that there's nothing in the Quran and the Sunnah that doesn't already address these issues, whether it's the concept of gratitude, you know, this, this world of self-development, for example, yeah. is giving gratitude. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala already tells us, be yeah. grateful to me and I will increase you. Mm. Whether it's the, the matter of forgiveness, we know that there's plenty of, plentiful hadith with respect to forgiveness. Whether it's sleep and nutrition and, and the benefits of fasting, you know, subhanahu we could we could sit here and have a conversation for days yeah. with respect to how, subhanAllah, significant our deen is with respect to self-development. Because... Sometimes we, when it comes to deen, we, we almost put deen to the side and think, oh, this is for my akhirah. Yeah. No, it's not. The deen is for here and now. And subhanAllah, so many, you know, so many pearls of wisdom with respect to developing ourselves uh, in deen, Brother Adam, that subhanAllah, it's, um, it's, it's an eye-opener, subhanAllah, once we start looking into it. It is indeed. A uh, bit more about the upcoming launch with, mm -hmm. that you're doing with Sister Hafsa. Who is it for and uh, what kind of results one can achieve from signing up? It's for anyone that wants to optimize their health, whether it's someone that wants to lose weight, someone that wants to get stronger, someone that wants to learn about nutrition, someone that wants to have more energy, someone that's 
someone that feels that they don't have enough time to mm-hmm. implement certain ideas. It's really anyone, it's for anyone that wants to optimize their health and, and you know, be the best that they can be, inshallah. And, and yeah. inshallah, we aim for this not to just be a physical experience, but also a spiritual experience because subhanAllah, if anything is done with a pacific intent, then it can become a form of ibadah. Yeah. So we don't want this to just be a physical experience of getting fit and, and having a six pack or, you know, having a, a slim waistline, but we want this to be a spiritual experience as well and an opportunity to connect back to the deen and really look at how beautiful our deen is and, and the wisdom that the deen has, has shared with us, inshallah. And how can people find more about this? Inshallah, we can put a link, uh, inshallah, at the, at the bottom of this, inshallah, yeah. when, you, when you publish this. But if, if you go on Facebook and, and put in Lean and Dean, uh, you, inshallah, be able to come across that page. Or if you go into Facebook, then you, you can come across me, across my name, Sadati Goob. Or um, you can also find Sister Hafsa Adnam uh, on, on Facebook, inshallah. Inshallah. Brother, I would like to finish up with three personal questions that I ask Inshallah. everyone who comes Inshallah. to the show to learn more about them. And uh, if you're ready, the first question is, what advice you would give your younger self? MashaAllah, MashaAllah. What I would say to my younger self is this, is, is be mindful of what you, what you consume. Not just physical consumption in terms of food, but what I consume through my eyes and my ears. Because mm-hmm. I think it was Imam Josiah that said to the effect that the two channels to the heart are the eyes and the ears. And, and the same could be said for the mind. So I, I would say to myself, be, be mindful of what you consume. Uh, and uh, and that can also relate to you know be mindful of the people that you have around you because Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam told us that you know we we are on the deen of our companions um, and the the world of self development sort of also tells us that we are uh, we are the sum of the five people that we surround ourselves with so I would say be mindful of of our surroundings uh, what we cons- and and what we consume inshallah. Mm, good advice I'm, I'm happy that I'm connecting with you and consuming your information yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's my pleasure to be here my brother my, it's my pleasure and yeah the second question is this what is the one book about personal about mindset or personal development that you would definitely recommend to the productive Muslim nation audience there's, there's, there's many books but I, you know I would always say to and, and, and I don't quote unquote want to come across as being too religious when I say this but I would always say that a primary point should always be the Quran and the Sunnah because if we if we believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we believe that he made us then he knows us best yeah. so I'd always say that's that's primary in terms of books there's, there's plenty of books um, two recent books that I've read um, that I, I feel like are great um, one is called Atomic Habits by James Clear yeah. Um, and the second one is called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. And, and this second book, some of the language in the book is, can, is a little bit foul, but the whole concepts and the premises that this person shares in the book is, is, is very good, mashallah. And, and one thing I would say to anyone listening, look, do you know, when, when, we, re- do you know, when we read, we, we like the idea of reading and getting information. And yes, that's, that's good, but information alone is not good to it is not enough to change life it's the implementation yeah. of 
of you know the information so we should always read things with the perspective of getting ideas and then applying those ideas because it might just be one idea from one book that can change someone's life if it's applied yeah. so reading alhamdulillah is important it's essential but the application of what we read is is far more important yeah I, i've noticed myself too it's so easy to read and then move on to the next book and not applying anything what you read it became in it sometimes becomes as entertaining like you absolutely yeah it's a form of entertainment yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah well yes and, and again i you know i wouldn't i wouldn't do justice uh, to myself if i didn't say that the best application is the application of of our sunnah and the way of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and finally what is the legacy that you want to leave behind Ah, <laughs> that's a deep question. Joe, you know, um, it's a deep question, so I'll try to give a deep answer, inshallah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. And you know, Brother Adam, I, I think the legacy that I would like to, to leave behind is, or the legacy that I would like to take with me is, uh, is to be able to stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and say that I tried to do the best that I could uh, with respect to serving the ummah. Um, after that, I, you know, I would, I'd want my mother to be proud of me, and yeah. you know, leave a legacy for my children, for my children to look back in, and and my nieces and nephews to look back and get some benefit from, it, inshallah, and, and the ummah at large, inshallah. Mashallah, that's inspirational. You know, I, the the reason why I ask this question is that I I kind of get fed up of listening non-Muslim podcasts where they define yeah. the success and legacy totally differently. Mm. And somehow this idea came up to my mind, like mm. I should just uh, create a podcast and invite Muslims and hear what kind of legacy they want to leave wow. behind. And subhanAllah, everyone, I have asked these questions. It put yeah. my own own like vision for my life like i kind of see like man i need to think more bigger and I, I want exactly what that brother wants to do and i'm i'm living here in finland you are from uk but we have the same desires same goals that's amazing so brother the mayor last panel that i reward you for your for your initiative and, and mashallah all, all the great work that you're doing meanwhile yak before yeah. we finish do you have any final thoughts and Tell us where can people, how can people find you and connect with you? Uh, final thoughts, I, I would just say that, subhanAllah, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is not necessarily concerned with any results that any of us get. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is only concerned with the effort that we make. You know, any effort that we make should be for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and for the betterment of, of the ummah and for the betterment of people, mankind at large, inshallah. So we should as opposed to focusing on an end goal and, and achieving something, we should focus on the process and, and the effort, inshallah. Yeah. And um, the result is in Allah's hand. The results are with, with yeah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look, you know, we, the life of Nuh alayhi salam is a perfect yeah. example. Yeah. Subhanahu he gave dawah day and night for 900 years and, and had what, 72 followers at most. But his reward is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because of his efforts and, mm. and his drive and, and that's what we should strive for inshallah yeah that's beautiful and that's you know what um, kind of differentiates us muslim when mm. we look at personal development when we look at like living productive life we put the time energy and effort 
mm. and we were rewarded according to our intention. Exactly. And the other words, they don't recognize like a reward by the intention. They kind of see what's the end result. You wanted exactly. this goal, did you achieve it? No, then you don't have it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But for us, think big, do your best. And, and the rest is Allah's hand. The, rest is the beautiful Absolutely. thing is, if you don't achieve what you wanted, you will get the reward still. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's beautifully said, mashallah. Yeah. Subhanallah. I really enjoyed talking to you. Shazakallah khair. You know, it, was, it, was a, it was a pleasure speaking to you, mashallah. It was a pleasure connecting with a brother. Uh, yeah. Hundreds and thousands of miles away, but I'd hope to see you in person sometime soon, brother Adam. Inshallah, inshallah. I, I, I mean that. I mean that, inshallah. And when you come, inshallah, you've got to come to I visit, think, inshallah. I think there's a reason for me to come down to Manchester now. <laughs> inshallah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Inshallah. And uh, this topic, we didn't do any justice to it. It's so wide. Maybe another day we can, we can absolutely. get back to it and get more inshallah. practical tips on how we can optimize our health, inshallah. Inshallah, inshallah. May Allah bless you and reward for the work you May Allah do. bless you. And, and, and barakah your work. Ameen, ameen. And, and you know, I, I mean this when I say this, that you, you have to come down, you know, we have to connect and we have inshallah. to meet, inshallah. Go for some food, inshallah. Of course, of course. Some, some health is food, right? <laughs> or, or is it going to be on the sheeting day? <laughs>